feels absolutely amazing to finally spread my legs and be the person that I know I am musically. Right. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. You are a slut. It's went from six to midnight. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. Uh, I shout that when I'm having sex. <laughs> oh, Mandabala. Zit. Don't get scared now. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Fridays are great, especially payday Fridays. Yes, I was oh, down so electronically good. paying bills already. Or as I call payday, my wife calls payday, let's spend Scott's money. <laughs> After what? we pay all the bills. Cost money. And you have money that. left? <laughs> not, not <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> one check is all bills, and it's like I have like $4. Yeah, this, yeah, this is my kind of, oh, all right, I got $200 to last me a month check. Because yeah. the first check goes to mortgage and yeah. all the first Car of the month bills. Yep. And, Insurance right. and whatever. Yeah. I've heard people really... Uh, going off about their property taxes. Yes, I think they're going to do something about that. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, phew, social media has just been ablaze with people going. I can't, I can't afford it. I can't. It, it tripled. My property taxes tripled. Mine's gone up a significant amount. Mine's, in two years. yeah, mine's gone up quite a bit. Even at the lake at Indian Lake, mine now it's not huge, but it started. Uh, we've lived there, not lived, but had it for like four or five years, and it started like at four grand, and now it's at six. And it's like, man, that's like, it went up 50% in two, the, four years, man. Yeah, the county assessments are, have never been spot on. No, they haven't. Yeah, but no. this is this has been really outrageous. Yeah, I just read something yeah. in the news about it, though, that they're going to try to- A lot of people are getting evicted because of Yeah. It. Well, how if you, if you work your whole life paying off your house, right? Right. And then you're living off a fixed income when you're older and retired- how are you going to afford your property tax? Yes, exactly. Yeah, they take it. Exactly. They take it. So, so you never really own, own it. your home. Yeah. You never really own it. It's the American dream is gone when you're 67. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you last a couple years, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Aye, how can aye, you? Yay. Taxes. My like 95 year old grandmother had to sell the farm like when she was like 91 and had to. Now she's in a care facility, but for like four years she had to get an apartment because uh, it was just running. You imagine can't... going from a farm to an yeah. apartment. But you're 91, though. Yeah, but, true, true. But you just couldn't keep it up because even though they did but all right. But she got money from the farm so she could afford the apartment? Yes, kind and then sold care, it. Yes. Okay. But yeah. you want to live in your farm that you had your whole life. Well, sure, sure you want to die there. I and get it. And you can't because of the taxes, the cost, the... You know, you have not working. My grandpa worked a farm, and then he passed away when he was 84. She was like 70-something, so she kept that, kept it for a while. Okay, we got to st- I apologize. we got to stop <laughs> starting the show with bad was news. That's 60? not bad news. That's a celebration of life when you're okay, 95. Well, I know, but yeah. Texas, I can't afford minutes anything. Last week, two weeks ago, they had that company out of Toronto, and then they uh, we have them. They're probably the biggest in North America. They're buying these homes. They've got all the foreclosed homes, or just thousand homes. No, no, no. This is one out of Toronto. There's like half a dozen companies doing it. Yeah, yeah. But they own like twelve thousand five hundred homes. Let's say. Oh, really? And what the rent goes for, and how many full time families are in in a residential home they just don't own. Yeah. And the rent would be what a mortgage would be, but they they don't own the home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. That's, that's weird.
It is. But then to find out, you pay it off, and then if if the taxes go so high you can't afford the taxes, they come take it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Fight the man right here. Thank God it's the weekend. I didn't see any of the uh, Tucker Putin stuff last night. Apparently I don't pay enough on Twitter. Oh, you got to pay? Well, you got to have the extra. You got to have the premium. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Just to see Putin. Right, because yeah. the clips will be everywhere today. I saw some right? of the highlights of it. Yeah, that's they're, pretty they're, much. Those are going to be everywhere. Well, so it was two s- hours. Today. How could you see anything with the Biden stuff yesterday? That was uh, everywhere. That's sad. I yeah. just want to hug the man. Right. Well, and, and you know what? Shame that- on everyone around him for allows that to, to keep allowing that to go on. Well, they uh, announced that 8 p.m. press conference last night, and I thought, oh, gosh, he's going to step away. But that was not. No, he's not if stepping anything, away. If anything, it was he's him, doubling down. Him doubling down. Well, he kept walking away and then coming back, and then walking away and then coming back. When I got up this morning, though, that interview with Putin already had over fifty million views. Just oh, on, yeah. Yeah. Like, worldwide. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. And that was on Tucker's network, correct? It no, was on X. On X. Okay, Twitter. Well, and and Tucker's yes. website. Yeah. Do you got to pay on Tucker's website? Mm, I don't know. I've never been to Hillary Tucker's was uh, website. taking some shots at him. So if Tucker is missing, well, that, that's when you know Putin's on, <laughs> on to something. You know he's on to something there. When when she, they have to prop her up. To yeah. Well, yeah. Tucker said before the interview, up. "I'm not suicidal." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> yeah. Anything happens to me, I'm just fine. In the clip I saw, he was uh, calm, cool, and collective with Putin, and they had a laugh, and it was very cordial. There was one that I saw where Tucker was like, oh, you know that was when Putin said you tried to become a part of the CIA back in the day when he talked about Tucker wanting to join the CIA. And Tucker's face was like, oh, how did you know this? Well, hello. Ah, See, there you go. Well, those guys have information, people. Just because he's in Russia doesn't mean they don't have. They have the intel. Everybody knows everything. But he did say in that uh, the one clip I did see that uh, there's no bigger propaganda propagandist than the United States. Oh, absolutely. U.S. And yeah. I, I totally believe that. A hundred percent. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah, we accuse other countries, but we're the biggest. Well, you have to when you're, do- when you're doing it, when you got like state-run media and stuff, you gotta, here's the, don't, here's the bo- follow of the bouncing ball kind of thing, right? Don't, you know, it's a conspiracy if you think something else. And we got a Super Bowl this weekend. We do. Wrap it up. Looking forward to that. Wrap it up. Boy, Boy the I... weather out there is brutal. It is. People in, in winter down jackets. They've Even... had a rough winter in Vegas. Yeah. And here we are, 64 degrees yesterday. And even yeah. Phoenix, the golf tournament, the PGA, they're all in winter coats and hats. and They had hail the other day. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That's bizarre. And we've had a great, well, outside of Christmas, we had a kind of a rough Week stretch or whatever, but man, it's couldn't be better here. Upper Minnes- northern Minnesota, you could see the grass. It's uh, it was like 46 in Minnesota. No ice fishing. Those people are going insane. You had like a month season of ice fishing. I don't know if it'll get yeah, cold all again. All the winter uh, states are really hit, getting hit economically. Yep. with this warm weather, it's a business for them. Well, yeah, skiing, well, yeah, snowmobiling. I think hunting season was down as well. It's too warm hunting season. You can't, uh, you don't get the uh, the deer, get the bucks. You don't get the record buck. Yeah. I see Brandon Lang's going to be on today, which is good. We could get his picks. 
kind of figure out how to go on your favorite online betting app. Herm Edwards from ESPN, the former coach. He's a Chiefs coach, former yeah, coach. Yeah, we've had Herm uh, the last few years. He's terrific. Yeah. What Don't is, bring up ASU, okay? I will not. <clears throat> In that whole debacle. I will, I will not. Uh, fat guy, what's Lisa Frankenstein, that movie? I haven't even heard of it. I've this. never, I haven't either. Out of the Darkness is another one, or is that the same movie? No, it's it's a different one. That's a, I've heard of that one. But Lisa Frankenstein, I haven't heard of. It looks like a, like a, a teenage golf, golf movie. Yeah, well, you just can't be Frankenstein. You got to have a first name. Hollywood really seems to be in a weird place, doesn't it? We it just does. The, the releases aren't, is this still pandemic? And the strike, I suppose, hurt more than the pandemic? Or I'm not sure. Together, the two of them? Yeah. Just not getting anything. Yep. Bill Maher tickets. Why don't we give away, should we give away our pair of Bill Maher tickets right now? 821-9696, caller number nine. Bill Maher tickets, by the way, go on sale today, Ticketmaster.com, 10 o'clock for that show at the Taft Theater, Sunday, September 29th. So there you go. Call and get Bill Maher tickets. There you go, Slappy. And our Valentine's Day package, our final grab our package. We have that today. Have you seen the box today? Did they bring that no, in? No, it comes in the day before. Yeah, that was so the one yesterday. So we can preview it and talk about yeah, it, and so then they pull it out so it doesn't disappear. Oh, the one that was in here yesterday was, was the final today. one. Or you oh, guys were just goobering yeah, over That equipment. one, yes. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, that's a good one. Be listening for the Jerry Panny sounder for that one. That's a good one. Never, uh, never used one of those swings. I wouldn't even know. I'd need a, I'd need a manual. You'd have to, you'd have to give me, you know, visual instructions for that one. Yeah, you need a strong hook. Absolutely. You You're a, not supposed to be the one sitting in it. You got. Well, I think you. Can, I think you, you can do you that. Can get absolutely. Creative. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Create. Well, you couldn't. Rich. No. no. Yeah. No. It's like a zip line. It's out of my league. Yeah. We need some metal chain and uh <laughs> Yeah. But, but yeah, I, you could set mama up in that yeah, swing and uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think you need a manual, just use your imagination. Yeah, yeah. There's probably many ways to use that. Trial by error. Yes. yes. Let's give it a shot. Gotta master that thing. So busy show, we'll do a little Michael Evans replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. We got partly sunny skies today and a high 62. Slight chance of overnight showers, a low 52. Showers early Saturday, then gradually we'll have some sunshine and a high of 60. It is 51 right now. So body cam footage was released yesterday that shows Ohio State troopers stopping former Buckeye Arch Leister. And him asking multiple times if they knew who he was before crack pipes were found in his jean pocket. The two troopers found Schleister around 4.20 in the morning uh, last Friday, a week ago, in the Linden neighborhood. Uh, the vehicle that Schleister was in, it was on the roadway, but it was toward the right side. And apparently he just run over something, some kind of object in the road, and it had damaged his front tire. Schleister was on probation at the time of the stop, but could be facing more prison time. He is scheduled to appear in court this coming Monday. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know Drug who I am? addicted, lying <laughs> P.O.A. <laughs> you think he'd want to hide that exactly. reputation a bit. He was pretty forthcoming about everything as they put him in the back of the cruiser. Well, he knows the drill. Yeah, he now. knows the drill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very comfortable with it. Uh, the special counsel's report on the investigation into President Biden's possession of those classified documents released yesterday and, and recommended that no charges be filed. 
Uh, basically, the special counsel report also referenced the president's age as a factor in not pursuing uh, charges, referring to him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with poor memory. That's running our country. Like the country's uh, picking on him. The comment, of course, angered uh, the president's lawyers who responded in a letter. We do not believe that the report's treatment of the president's uh, memory is accurate or appropriate. Then charge him then. Then if your memory is good, then charge him. Well, what did the special counsel say? Listen, if this were to go to trial and he was in front of a jury, they would sympathize with him and they wouldn't charge him anyway. Well, let the jury do it. If if they claim he's competent, then... If the special counsel said he's not competent because he's elderly and doesn't have a good memory, and Biden says, well, my memory's fine, then charge him and let's see what happens then. Because they're saying they would charge him if it wasn't for this. So you commit a crime and not getting charged, but if you say you're all right, then let's do it. And how is the DOJ and the White House not on the same page? I don't know. They come out with that, and then he has to go on TV last <laughs> night and repeat. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was embarrassing last it night. It really was. Yeah, yeah. 77% of U.S. adults, however, say that Biden is is way too old to be effective for four more years in the White House. Well, you figure it this way. It's another year, and then four more years. Come on. No, no way. He's wearing his underwear backwards right now. I mean, just the decline in the past three and a half years from the beginning into where we are now. But people will still vote. Well, he was showing signs. He was, uh, but not like he is. Not like he is now. Talking about that. Yeah, but not like he is now. Right, right. That's the point. Uh, The FCC weighed in on the use of AI and robocalls. The message: they are not messing around. Uh, The vote by the commissioners unanimous. Outlaw robocalls using voice-generated AI under the Telephone Consumer Protection Act that goes back to 1991. So the new regulation will let the FCC fine companies that use AI voices in their calls or block service providers. In fact, the fines maximum of over $23,000 per call, and the regulation will also give recipients. So if you were to get an AI robocall, you have the right to sue for up to Fifteen hundred dollars in damages. What about the guys non robo calls that want to buy my home that I haven't owned in like ten years? Oh, I, those yeah. text messages. Oh, I am getting. I yesterday I had three of them. I was Janet and one. I was Bob and another, and I can't remember I'm who Clara. they called. You're Clara. Clara, we're interested in your house on Longford Drive. What exactly? Mine's Long on Valley Longford View, Drive. and I'm like, I've never, I've never, never lived on lived. Valley View. Yeah. Christy, you were Bob. I was Bob. Maybe I do have a penis. Well, okay. I had a collection agency, and I, t- I thought I took care of it like a year ago, and I got another one. I owe six hundred and eighty-seven dollars, and before it goes permanently on your permanent record. Uh oh, no, no. You could, they'll negotiate with me to pay it down on behalf of T-Mobile. And I've never had T-Mobile. <laughs> I was Sprint forever, and now I'm Verizon. Never been T-Mobile. And it's that company out of uh, Texas. I call, I brought this up a year ago when yep. I went, th- and I was like, no, and they t- I thought I took care of it. And so I looked up, uh, I think it's called Southwest Collection, so I look it up, and I Southwest Collection scam, and then it comes up, it is not a scam. Really? They're a legit collection agency. and Did T-Mobile, someone use your ID? Yeah. at some point, somehow, but you'd think they would have done more than just yeah. 
uh, a phone bill to the point of six hundred eighty-seven dollars. Yeah, but someone got your information and used it to to get the I'm, T-Mobile I don't service. Care. I'm not paying that. Well, well hell no, about, you're not. There's about right. twenty thousand people coming across each day that have all your information. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I live. My oldest son was born in Phoenix. Right. True story. Three months after he was born, we got a letter from the hospital that said your his social security number was stolen, and they steal social security numbers, and that's how illegals work. Is they just take a well, random sure. social security number and work for you, you know. Well, that was then. Now yes. you don't even need a social exactly. Number, right? So, yeah. So you Jeez. owe T-Mobile, Jerry. Six eighty-seven. Six eighty-seven. They'll let me off the hook for fifty percent. So oh, just, you know. Yeah. That's, so That's nice. great. Three sixty something. So yeah. what do you do? I'm just gonna ignore it. I threw it away. I know people who have the the lock, the identity lock stuff. I had all that, and I yeah. get tired of paying that. Yeah, it's like fifty bucks a month yeah, or whatever. Right. But I guess it works. Yeah, Only problem I've ever had is just my credit card stolen. And- the number of my, you know, my my credit card hacked. But I, my, I've never had identity theft yet. Okay. Yeah. I guess I should knock on wood. Weekend still young. And some very, very rich people going to be watching uh, the Super Bowl from luxury suites at Allegiant Stadium, which reportedly cost two and a half million. That's a lot of money. So what do you get? A lot of gourmet food, king crab, fried rice, wagyu tenderloin, lobster quesadillas, uh, among other things. And these folks will also have access to the stadium's $2.99 hot dogs, nachos and soda. Uh, so it's going to be nice for them if they decide to do that. What are you doing, Torg? Uh, the kids can have a little bed. party. No, no, probably like football squares or something. Okay. And I've been to that Vegas stadium. It's okay. It's not anything that like, oh my God, this is such a great stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's average. The exterior is yeah. very cool. I've never been inside. Yeah, uh, Ford Field's nicer. Inside. Inside. Yeah, okay. it's just yeah. the club level. I've been in the club level for both. The club level at Ford Field is. Way better than the club level in Vegas. It's just kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, the only cool thing they have is in one of the end zones, they have like a band area where it's open and they have a band that plays and then that's it. And then they have cool things like they have the guy from NFL films and they show like old Raider stuff, you know, like classic Raider. Before John you, Facenda? Yes. And yes. then they do little clips of the Raiders during the games, okay. like the old school, but it's right, just right. a basic stadium okay you know new but the funny thing is all the people leaving at the end of the game heading towards the strip because it's so far away from everything what is it the luxor next to it or excalibur and that's the only casino like a mile yeah you gotta go the strip across the bridge to get to that casino and then across it it's just tons of people just walking through vegas and when you're at the game you like look and it's just People walking in a line, following. It's like thousands of people because it's out in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's not out in the middle of nowhere. It's just behind the street. Yeah, it's a mile away from anything. So you see people walking a mile to the nearest. It's not the other side of the highway. It is. The interstate? Yes, it It is. is. Oh, it's west of that. Yes, you have to go across the bridge. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. Yeah, it's, you're right. From the yes. strip, that's that's a, it's walk. a walk. Yeah, that's a, but it is walkable. Yes, it is. It's yeah. doable then. It is, but it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not by anything. It is and it isn't. Yeah, because you see everything. Of course, you know, it's like, oh sure. my god, we're right there. No, you're not. 
Start walking, Slappy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Accident-free this first go-round on your Friday morning. But remember, the downtown ramp-up construction project continues. Uh, it's still a cluster mess, and it's not going to be done until August of next year. Just a reminder that 70 westbound will shut down beginning at 10 o'clock tonight uh, through 5 a.m. on Monday. Your detour is going to be 70 northbound to 670 westbound, 315 southbound to get you back on to 70 westbound. And that's QFM 96 traffic. You've put off that remodel long enough. QFM 96 wants to help you with our $10,000 Pick Your Project. Upgrade your furnace or AC unit with Dormar Heating and Air Conditioning. Cut down your energy bill with TSR Solar. Or save some big cash by going energy efficient with Green Solutions. Visit QFM96.com and put your most wanted fix-ups in order of importance. If your list matches our secret contractors or comes the closest, you'll walk away with $10,000 in credit from our partners to use on whatever project you want. We want you to be the winner right now. See the rules. Make out your list right now. Go to QFM96.com right now. All right, here's your hot five audio cuts for your Friday. February 9th, and right now I'm breaking my New Year's resolution. My resolution was to not use a political cut in the hot five for all of 2024. Okay, well. It was. That was the, I was going to avoid it, but this one's kind of hard. As Christy mentioned in the news, a special counsel wrote in a report that President Biden was a sympathetic, elderly old man with a poor memory. That's just kind of to begin with. So Joe Biden last night called an impromptu press conference, and he went at it with reporters. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. For months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Watch Many me. American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your is judgment. Public that is not the judgment concerns. of the press. And he walked away and came back and, and then, yeah. confused the Mexican. Oh, that was earlier in the day where he confused the Mexican leader with the Egyptian. With the Egyptian president. president. Yeah, yes, right, yes, yes. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rough day for him yesterday. It was. It give him was a hug indeed. Every, give him a hug and a hard candy. Now, <laughs> we're going to keep it in politics for clip number two, though, Tork, because yesterday Vivek says that Biden will not be the presidential nominee. Very bad day for President Biden. What do you think? Look, I think the number one takeaway, Trace, is this. Joe Biden will not be the nominee. I said this last year. People dismissed it as some type of conspiracy theory. Today, I think it became that much more obvious. Play this out. Biden's own DOJ and special counsel is effectively releasing a report that undermines the case for him to actually be a candidate for the U.S. presidency, right as Biden's poll numbers are cratering. We have to do the math, skate to where the puck is going, Mm -hmm. not fall for the deflection. But I do think what they're planning for is to sideline Biden as the nominee, trot in a different puppet instead. That's the most significant takeaway from tonight. There you have it. Big Mike waiting in the wings. Stop. Stop. Checking his watch. Tapping his foot. That big size 13 Manolo pump. You're a line dog face pony soldier. (laughs) 
Oh, Lord. Oh. And then there was Hillary photos. I don't know, Torg. Hey, that was a weird day yesterday. 24 is going to be weird. It re- it's yeah. already weird. It is already weird. Well, how about this yesterday? Did you see The Rock at the WrestleMania press conference turn bad guy? No. Oh, it was great. He rock turned bad guy. But before he did, he was on the Pat McAfee show. And there's a big baby face in the WWE called Cody Rose, uh, Rhodes. And The Rock went on the Pat McAfee show to insult the fans. It was the Cody Crybabies, and these are grown-ass men. And uh, Cody got to finish his story. He got to finish his story right now. It's like, wait a second, hold on. Hey, Dad, you want to go outside and play catch with me? Not now. Cody's got to finish And I'm upset. The wife comes in. Hey, honey, do you want to go have sex? Not now. Cody's got to finish his story. At the end of the day, look, you got the Cody Crybabies, and you have the Cody fans, and you have Cody himself, and there's a clear distinction between the three. But The Rock... Rock says this, those Cody crybabies, the ones for every 10 tweets, they're shoving a chicken McNugget in their mouth. <laughs> for every 20 tweets, they're shoving two McNuggets up their ass. What? The Rock says this, all you got to do is sit back, know your role, shut your mouth, and enjoy the ride that The Rock is going to take your candy asses on. That's the fun part. Yes, that's Let's wrestling. Of what we do. Yeah, that's yeah. wrestling. It's pro wrestling. That's WWE. And it's awesome. And I can't wait for uh, for this afternoon at yes. T-Mobile. <laughs> Man, that felt good. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Did it feel, yeah. yeah, that felt good. That did, that, that, you're talking about the By the way, uh, your eyes changed. It's like there was a shift in your eyes. You could feel yeah. the shift yeah. in the room change. Yeah. Right? You, the air changed in the room when so, I went in that direction. Pretty fun. Then he slapped the good guy. Rock slapped the good guy yeah. and turned bad guy. Are you surprised that he would be involved in wrestling? No, because the deal was he's on the board of directors for Endeavor that owns UFC and oh, WWE. Yeah. Well, there you and go. They, part of the deal was they gave he didn't have copyrights to Rocky, you know, The Rock. He didn't have copyrights to Rocky, and part of the deal was he got the copyright back. So I'm sure it was, you wrestled in WrestleMania, we'll give you the trademark back. Huh. So I think that was probably it's a business. the deal. Yeah, Move. yeah, and he's, he grew up he spent in it. so much time trying to get away from I'm just a big, yes. dumb old wrestler and with his acting, and they even mentioned politics. Yeah. But I think he's established himself now where um, he can where go he's, back. He's big yeah. enough, yeah. yeah. Good point. All right, clip number four. Earlier this week, Torg hipped us to the fact that ABC 6's uh, sports director Clay Hall was calling it a career after how many years, Torg? 29. 29 years. Well, Ryan Day in his press conference a couple of days ago gave a nice little shout out to Clay. You know, he's retired. I heard. I heard, yeah. When did you announce that, Clay? Uh, three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Clay's been great. Clay's been a, he's been a gentleman, you know, and I know everybody has a job to do here. And, you know, sometimes that means being critical of the head coach, and I get that. Uh, But Clay's, Clay's always been a gentleman. And, um, I know he's going to be missed around here. Appreciate you, Clay. He will be missed. He's done a hell of a job. It's been a long time. Yeah, I remember when he got to town, or I don't know, he's, is he from? No, he's not from here, I don't think. But he was just the reporter, and he climbed his way up to director, and he, great job. I see him in uh, Muirfield every year I'd see him. Yeah, there's Good. going to be a whole slew of new faces in the local media. Here. Yeah, because Do- is Dom older than Clay? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Dom's been there for a, so. for a long time. Right. He's yeah. got to be close as well, right? I, yeah, but sometimes you'd work till you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, look at Jimmy Crumb. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy How old Crumb, was Jimmy? He, he was, was pushing, pushing 70. Oh, he was 80? older than that. Yeah. He was in his 70s, he pushing 80? He was in 80? his 70s, yeah. 
Cut number five, Brett Favre had a conversation with TMZ about the last conversation he had with country star Toby Keith. I sent him a message and said, hey, man, great to see you back up and playing, and I'm hoping that you're turning the corner. And he said, I quit chemo, and, uh, you know, it, it, it probably did more damage to me than the cancer did. And yeah. he said, I, I'm just hoping I didn't quit it too late. But he said, you know, I'm thankful I got a chance to, to play some shows. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people that? say that the chemo is worse than the cancer. Oh, man, that's uh, I didn't know he was tight with Favre. Yeah, it was amazing. The stories that came out of people that were tight with uh, Toby. Yeah. Yep. And that is your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic Friday morning. Traffic is pretty heavy, but no major slowdowns and no accidents as well. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata. Happy National Pizza Day. Serving the highest quality New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Now, for those of you who are living under a rock uh, and you don't realize that Sunday is, well, the Super Bowl, some things to keep in mind. Kickoff officially 6.30, and you can watch it on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. The announcers are going to be Jim Nance, uh, play-by-play, Tony Romo, the analyst, and Tracy Wolfson will be the sideline reporter. The kids, if they don't want to watch it, there will be an alternative on Nickelodeon featuring the cast of SpongeBob SquarePants and Slime Graphics. Also, oh, I've Patrick, never watched the Nickelodeon coverage of any of those games. I guess it's I good. Have, yeah. I hear it's good. It's Nate Burleson, right? Oh, now this one they're doing SpongeBob, but usually it's Nate Burleson doing the analyst work, and I don't know who the play-by-play okay, is. Yeah, but yeah. I, what I do, we do number games. And just get prizes for the kids, and they're excited to, like, match their numbers with the end of the quarter or whatever. Okay, So that yeah, kind of right. gets the kids into sure, it. Sure, sure. Now, we were, I think we were asking yesterday how long the pregame is. Seven hours. Yeah. It begins at 1130 <laughs> tomorrow more, or Sunday morning, uh, of course, on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. You want to know my bet of the week before Brandon Lane comes on? The over-under for Reba McIntyre's anthem is 86 yeah. seconds. There's never been an anthem under a minute and a half. You got to take the over. I'll go under. All right. I'm going to 86. I 86 I, and I, a half. I, I, I saw 90.5. Were got they got the wrestler or some somebody to put 10 grand in. Did you see that? No. Is that where you saw that? No, yeah. I just looked yesterday it was 86 seconds. 86.5 seconds. The reason why it's so low is because she's not going to dick around. No, yes, she gets it done. She does it the way it's supposed to be. 15 seconds. Yeah, no. well, she's not going to do any artistic liberty with the national anthem. What they did, well, because that's I, what they I, think. I, I talked to someone with it. They took her all her anthems she's yeah. done and, and they watched it. And then they went with 86 because she's never, or 85 or 0.5 or whatever it is, 86.5, because she's never gone over that. So that's why they feel comfortable with those odds. And then knowing that no anthem has been un- under 130, they're tricking you. But I'm still going to. Uh, I just saw where the over-under uh, is another report, 90.5 seconds for Reba. Well, I'm going to my site. 90.5. It just depends on the Jerry, did you say you were going to take the over on that? I'm taking the under. Are you taking the under? Okay. Whatever it's posted at, I'll take the under. Mine wouldn't let me do the Gatorade color. I was disappointed in that. Really? The one that, yeah, it won't, wouldn't let me bet on the Gatorade color. So it's not offered in Ohio. 
Interesting. Yeah, there's some sites that have more props than others. I blame DeWine. Yeah, now will Brandon do props? He doesn't do props, does he? Not on our show, but we'll ask we'll him. We'll ask him to, yeah. yeah. And the halftime show, of course, is Usher uh, and some surprise guests. So no idea who those surprise guests might be. I, I could care less for Usher in the halftime show. Yeah, they, this, they've sunk yeah. to an on-time yeah. low, haven't they? Because no I don't think anyone wants to do it. <laughs> I'll turn it on about 4 in the afternoon, 5, but I'm not. Yeah. You're not sitting there starting at 11.30 Sunday morning. I'm not staying up till midnight watching, you know. What's the big show that follows on CBS? They Steve, always... I think they're doing Steve Colbert. Oh, is it a live Colbert? I think so. Ugh. I wish they still had Celebrity Deathmatch for the halftime show. <laughs> that was fun. Celebrity Deathmatch. The claymation. Yeah, the little claymation. What, what where channel did you have to go to for that? It would be one of the alternate networks that didn't was have Was it Comedy Central? And then Comedy Central did it for yeah. a while. Where they yeah. would have Celebrity Deathmatch. They still do the, the Puppy Bowl? Yes, they do. Do they? Uh, no more Lingerie Bowl, though. Ah, uh, those women hit, man. The Lingerie <laughs> women? That's some viciousness. Uh, running around, options. <laughs> Fake punts. <laughs> okay. Panties. In their pants. Punts in their pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I said punts. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked to Brandon Lang. We'll get his picks after Kansas. The website, BrandonLang.com. He's on Vegas Radio Viva Row right now. Las Vegas. Brandon Lang, what's up, buddy? Hello, Brandon. Great three days on Radio Row. Um, yeah. A lot of fun. Had access to NFL coaches. It's hysterical. I have the same, you know, mo when I'm on Radio Row. You know, I have my real name, um, and not, you know, not they won't let me have Brandon Lang because of security purposes. So, um, and they don't know I'm a handicapper when I follow these head coaches to the bathroom when they come out of the bathroom. And, hey, coach, real quick, keys to the game. I don't ask them. Um, I don't ask them who they like. I just ask them keys to the game. Okay. And this this particular active head coach goes, well, I think the key is Pacheco. If they can get Pacheco going in the running game, um, in case he's going to be fine. And if, if they, you know, if Spags comes up with a defensive game plan to stop McCaffrey. And I go, that's great, coach. I go, but the Niners pass rush just can't get there. They're ranked 26th in the lead in pressure on the quarterback. And they're facing an offensive line that's number two in the league with protecting their quarterback. I said, they're going to have to blitz because their front four is going to get there. It's just the, the line, it gets this offensive line. And if they blitz, it's game over because Mahomes is, is Mahomes is Mahomes. And they kind of take a step back looking like, this ain't this normal guy. And um, it's funny. And um, coaches that aren't coaching anymore, you know, I talked to Brian Billick. I talked to Mike Smith, um, you know, and I hit them with the same thing. And I kind of took a step back and said, oh, he's, he's looking at this in a different way. So it's great. Radio is great. Um, and and so, yeah, Vegas is hopping. I, I purposely have my daughter this week. And so everybody said, all right, what are we doing? It's your town. What are we doing, Lang? It's your town. I'm like going, sorry, guys, I have my daughter. Got my week. daughter. I purposely. I did that purposely because I did not want to play tour guide. Never, you know, and listen, and everybody wants the Star Trek experience, with Brandon Lang. Having been in Vegas, you know, on and off for thirty plus years. Yeah. What's the Star Trek experience? Star Trek experience. They want to go where no man has gone before. Well, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm not providing that this week. So it's been great. I'm done with Radio Row. Uh, I'm in my my pad, relaxing, doing radio shows today, calling shows today, 
and it's great. And by the way, yep. it's slammed down there. It's, it, it's going to be so packed, ready to roll the next two days. You're not going to be able to move. That's why I get my stuff done Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Joe Buck says there's going to be problems in Vegas. What do you think? Well, give me a little more than that. What does he mean by says problems? someone's going to get just in trouble? Kind of ominous. Yeah, someone's going to get in trouble. He, yeah, players are going to get in trouble. He made a prediction. Yeah. Oh, he thinks. Okay. Um. No, I disagree with that. I really do, and I'll tell you why. Because Vegas has the the Raiders here. No players gotten in trouble except for you know. What what is it? Rugs, rugs, the, yeah. The receiver who got drunk and decided to do one twenty, um, which which by the way the accident didn't have happen far from from where I live. Um, but no, players are too responsible now. There's too much on the table now with social media. It's it's a career ender. You know this is going to be Eugene Robinson going out to get a hooker. Um, that's not happening. Players are just too responsible and knowing what the moment is. I completely disagree with that statement. Yeah. Uh with the game, you know, you mentioned the 49ers bringing the pa- the pass rush and the blitz. How do you think this one turns out? Who do you what first of all, what's your Super Bowl record and then what do you how do you think this turns out? 25 and 25 and 6. Um, you know, I whiffed I whiffed on the, you know, and I'm guys, you know, I'm transparent. Um, I whiffed on the Brady Super Bowl. Um, Tom Brady is an underdog and that offensive line of the Chiefs was a sieve. I just thought that Mahomes would be able to exploit that secondary, but that pass rush just got to him too much. Um, the next year, Beckham goes down for the Rams, or I think the Rams blow the Bengals out. But once Beckham went down, that was it. That was pretty much it. And then the missed extra point put the game on three rather than four, and that would have been a push. And then last year, Mahomes was an underdog, and I just thought the Eagles were the better team. And you can't go against Mahomes as an underdog. He's 12-1 against the spread. So – that's where we're at. The only thing I'm hesitant, and, I, and I'll have the game, I'm going to post the game here in about three hours. I went to bed last night, and I was on the Chiefs. And I'm pretty much still 60-40 on the Chiefs, just as, just with Mahomes being a dog. And listen, Andy Reid, 27-4. and four. Again, 27-4 and four straight up, coming off a week to prepare. 27-4. and four. That's awful hard to go against. It's Spagnola. But then I often take a step back, guys, and I say to myself, why did Vegas make San Francisco the favorite? Yeah. What are they what are they trying to get us to do? Are they trying to get us to bet KC? Now, they made Philadelphia a favorite last year and that bit them in the butt. And they're doing the same thing this year. And then, you know, talking on Rady Row with people, um, sometimes Vegas just doesn't respect the team. Sometimes Vegas just doesn't believe in a team. Sometimes Vegas just doesn't think a team is that good. And I think they just don't believe Casey's that good. Their regular season body of work was lose to the Raiders. They lost to Denver on the road, lost to Detroit first game of the year at home, um, lost to Buffalo at home. Um, they just haven't looked right. But get to the playoffs. Here we go. Yeah. Buffalo on the road. They go in and beat Baltimore, Baltimore. on the road. They, they, just, they just, this kid Mahomes, Brian Baldinger, who has a very good opinion, walked up to Brian and each year it's great to talk to Brian and break down the X's and O's. He kept coming back to the same thing. If you're going to go against Casey, you're going against this kid. And he just makes play after play after play. And then last but not least came across this nugget. Only one time in Super Bowl history has a team made the Super Bowl having failed to cover the spread in their last three games. Do you know who that first team was? No. 
the 2000, 2007, 2008 New England Patriots. They didn't cover the number their last game of the year against the Giants in New York. And they went into the playoffs and they didn't cover their two playoff games. And they were 0-3 against the spread going into their last game of the regular season or to the Super Bowl, 0-3 against spread. And Steve Spagnola beat them. The greatest team in NFL history. Came up with 20 different blitz packages that nobody had ever seen and held Tom Brady to 14 points in an offense that with Randy Moss that was averaging 34 a game. Well, as fate would have it, the San Francisco 49ers are only the second team in NFL history to make the Super Bowl, having failed to cover their last three games. I just find it ironic that the defensive coordinator they're going against is the same guy that beat this, this number the first time, Steve Spagnuolo. Wow, that's a good that's, little wrinkle. That's, that's really yeah. good. Hey, what do you think of the over-under? Are you touching that? That's the one I'm on the fence. I, I, you know, the, the standard thing is if you use the underdog, you play the under, you take the favorite, you play the over. Um, you know, you, that Ravens game looked like it was going to fly over the post to total. It became a dead nuts under in the second half. KC just ran the football, used the clock, and, and it was tick, 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 tick. I would lean towards the first half going over, second half going under. Um, I have two prop bets that I absolutely love. I mean, love. Really? Uh, Valdez Scatlin, his receiving yards, he's the number two receiver after Kelsey. And you're telling me the number two receiver of the Kansas City Chiefs and their deep threat, his over-under passing yards are 22 and a half. That's a gift, guys. That's a gift. And secondly, Pacheco is going to get over 67 and a half rush yards. Listen, Detroit ran for 182. Green Bay ran for 132. And Niners had a week to prepare for Detroit. And Detroit ran for 182. Pacheco is going to get over 67 and a half. Kelsey, anytime touchdown is minus 135. So put those three in a little three-team parlay. And you're you're ready to roll. Nice. All right. So you're going to post on BrandonLing.com in a few hours here? Yeah, I'm 60-40 on, uh, on, on Chiefs. I'm waiting on one more phone call from my buddy who's a sports book director, one of the biggest casinos in town. He and I talk right before I release just to go over the numbers and where the money is. And he's got some massive, massive players, guys that bet a million. Um, we have our normal conversation every year and uh, go over the numbers. And so that's what I'm waiting for, and I'll post. But right now, I'm, if he tells me some things that, that, that aren't, you know, again, available to the public, then I'll, I'll get on the Niners. Um, but let's see. Let's see what, what, what happens in well, the next hour. They say this is the most betted bet game of all time, and yet the number's not moving. No, and that's, that's why they're getting, they're, getting, they're getting exactly what they want. They're getting, they're getting money on both sides. They're yeah. getting money on both sides. Now, your sharps, your real sharp, 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 sharp players with that number setting at a solid two are waiting to see if some people come in and hammer the Niners to get it to two and a half, and then they'll buy it up to three. So that's what your ships are waiting for. And if it doesn't move, then you may see some heavy action coming in on KC from the Sharps and moving it down to one and a half, one. So that'll be interesting to see. And that usually happens on Saturday. Well, I know my big bucks are on the Chiefs and the money line, so there we go. Well, I think, I think right now, gun to my head, you're on the right side of the game. All right. Hey, All right. You just can't go. You just can't. You just can't go against Mahomes. Yep. That's what it boils down to. Yep. Great stuff, Brandon. Yep. We'll do it again uh, uh, during the Final Four or not Final Four NCAA tournament. 
Love it. March Madness, my favorite time of year. Thanks, man. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Partly sunny today, 62 will be our high. Slight chance of overnight showers, a low 52. Showers will linger into early Saturday and then gradually get some sunshine and a high of 60. It is 46 right now. Body cam footage released yesterday by the Ohio State Highway Patrol of the two troopers stopping former Buckeye Art Schleister. And then, of course, video of Schleister asking the troopers multiple times, don't you know who I am? Before crack pipes were found in his jean pocket, the two troopers found Schleister around uh, just before 4.30 in the morning last Friday uh, in the Linden neighborhood off of Hudson Street. Vehicle Schleister was in was in the roadway, but it was toward the right side, and apparently he had run over something that was an object in the road, and it ruined his front tire. Schleister was on probation at the time of the stop, could be facing more prison time, and he is scheduled to be in court this coming Monday. Tucker Carlson traveled to Russia for a little sit-down interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The over two-hour gab fest covered a variety of topics from Ukraine to the economy. This was Putin's first interview with a Western journalist since the invasion of Ukraine that was like two years ago. So Putin stayed away from endorsing any candidate in the 24 election, but he said he can't remember the last time he spoke with President Biden. Neither can Biden. Mm, exactly. <laughs> he also said he had, a, he had a good relationship with former President Trump, but his highest praise was given to former President George W., saying, I know that in the United States he was portrayed as some kind of country boy who doesn't understand much. I can assure you that was not the case. Oh, how about that? Interesting. And Papa John's has introduced a very unique promotional event for the lead-up to Sunday's big game, offering fans the opportunity to win a special Vegas style, with a dollar sign, pizza stuffed with $58,000 in cold hard cash. Promotion ends today, appropriately enough, because today is National Pizza Day, and allows participants to enter the contest without making a purchase. But you do have to be a Papa Rewards member. You can also increase your chances by uh, winning, of winning rather, by buying Papa John's epic stuffed crust pizza. The grand prize won't be hidden in the pizza crust. It'll be transferred to the winner via Venmo. So Papa John's uh, for your average pie not is bad. edible. It's not bad, right? You feel guilty if you use the garlic butter sauce. You feel like you've committed but adultery. You, but you have to. You yes. cry to yourself after eating that thing. Oh, try but not you, eating It comes out of your pores. You smell it. like garlic butter sauce. It's like a perfume they put behind your ears. Now I'm looking and then at... the pizza's gone and you just look at your fat self <laughs> in the mirror. And you've got grease all over your fingers and your face. Uh, Now, I'm looking at some pizza facts here. You guys, take a guess what the most popular pizza cheese is. Uh, Mozzarella? uh, Parmesan? Torg, you are correct. Mozzarella. Do you know the least popular pizza cheese? Toe. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Famunda? (laughs) I would say it was Famunda. (laughs) If they're going to send the jokes, yeah. story, I, yeah, I got to do, yeah, right? yeah, yes, do yes. them, right? I got to do them, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> QFM 96. All right, I'll do, an, do another one. All right. uh, no, no, do another one. Martin Scorsese directed a Super Bowl ad. It's going to air in the second quarter. Yeah, and finish in the fourth. <laughs> Guy is. Thank you. That, that, that makes it so much better.
Now, keep in mind, this comes out of Hollywood, all right? These writers that write You're these jokes. You're not doing the jokes. TV joke, are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Christy, uh, <laughs> binge TV watching has been linked to depression. Oh, no. Unless, of course, TV stands for transvestite. Then it's linked to erection. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Why? It comes out of Hollywood. Am I the only one getting a boner right now? We've we've never met these people, but they send them every day. And yeah, yeah, that's one of their jokes today. That was Same writers who write Kimmel. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. One more for us or no, not? Are we done? It. We're going to end on that I'm one. We're going to end on TV. Ooh, that was bad. Yeah. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for your Friday morning. Uh, accident right lane blocked. This is east of Broad Street, westbound, just east of McNaughton. Traffic is stop and go back to Reynoldsburg, New Albany, Lancaster Avenue. And crews are currently on the scene. And that's QFM 96 traffic. Here's your hot five. Not a good day for President Biden. Special counsel wrote in a report that President Biden was a sympathetic elderly man with a poor memory, couldn't remember when his son died, couldn't remember presidential leaders in different foreign countries confusing him. It's been a tough week for President Joe, so he called an impromptu press conference and he got angry. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad I let you speak. For months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. No, that is the DOJ's judgment. She should be banned talking over the president like that. Yeah, kind of reminds me of the Trump years. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right? They did it to him all the time. Yeah, right, they right. finally fired back yeah. and treated him equally, right? Last yeah. night was the first time they actually treated him like they treated Trump. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, not a good look. And if he says he's competent, then you got to charge him, correct? He says he put the country back on its feet. What? Pulled Built the rug out from better. under it, more than likely. Let's see the video of Oakland, California one more time. It's third world. Or everybody coming in. Come on. All right, number two, we keep it in politics, and then we'll move along, promise. Vivek, he's kept a uh, low profile post-primary, but he did come out after uh, yesterday's news on Biden and said this. Very bad day for President Biden. What do you think? Look, I think the number one takeaway, Trace, is this. Joe Biden will not be the nominee. I said this last year. People dismissed it as some type of conspiracy theory. Today, I think it became that much more obvious Play this out. Biden's own DOJ and special counsel is effectively releasing a report that undermines the case for him to actually be a candidate for the U.S. presidency, right as Biden's poll numbers are cratering. We have to do the math, skate to where the puck is going, Mm -hmm. not fall for the deflection. But I do think what they're planning for is to sideline Biden as the nominee, trot in a different puppet instead. That's the most significant takeaway from tonight. Now, common sense would tell you SNL should start with this. Saturday night, right? Opening bit, Biden forgetting Biden's stuff. A, yes, right. Opening right. bit. Yeah, it could be. We'll see. Yeah. They got their guy that does Biden. Yep. So, yes, we shall see. Cut number three. 
some shenanigans at the WrestleMania press conference yesterday in Vegas. The Rock slapped babyface Cody Rhodes and then insulted him on the Pat McAfee show. It was God. the Cody crybabies, yeah, okay. and these are grown-ass men. And uh, Cody got to finish his story. He got to finish <laughs> yes. his story right now. It's like, wait a second, hold on. Hey, Dad, you want to go outside and play catch with me? Not now. Cody's got <laughs> and I'm upset. The wife comes in. Hey, honey, do you want to go have sex? Not now. Cody's got to finish his story. At the end of the day, look, you got the Cody crybabies, and you have the Cody fans, and you have Cody himself, and there's a clear distinction between the three. But the rock says this. Those Cody crybabies, the ones for every 10 tweets, they're shoving a chicken McNugget in their mouth. <laughs> for every 20 tweets, they're shoving two McNuggets up their ass. What? The Rock says this. All you got to do is sit back, know your role, shut your mouth, and enjoy the ride that The Rock is going to take your candy asses on. That's oh, nice. Candy ass. Rock bad great guy term. is great. Rock. The bad guys are the best thing in wrestling. Good guys suck. Well, he's been around. He's got a good rap. Yeah, that he guy. does. There's no doubt about it. All right, number four in your hot five this Friday. Ryan Day said goodbye to ABC Six's Clay Hall in a press conference earlier this week. You know, he's retired. I heard. I heard, yeah. When did you announce that, Clay? Uh, three years ago. No, no, Clay's been great. Clay's been a, he's been a gentleman, you know, and I know everybody has a job to do here. And, you know, sometimes that means being critical of the head coach, and I get that. Uh, but Clay's, Clay's always been a gentleman, and um, I know he's going to be missed around here. Appreciate you, Clay. Clay ever been critical of Ryan Day? Uh, I think he does. Yeah. yeah I think. Hmm. Interesting. Cut number five here. NFL awards last night. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski won Coach of the Year, or did he? And the AP Coach of the Year presented Verizon is Stephen Stefanski. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Stefanski, sorry. Yeah, got that one. It's like the Oscars or something. Yeah. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, Stephen or Kevin couldn't be here tonight, so we're happy to accept this award on his behalf. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. Dude's a little ADD. There. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stefanski, Steven? Steph, no. I think it was like a guy from Vanderpump Rules making the announcement yeah, or something. Well, there you Jeez. Go. <laughs> oh, boy. What a boner. And that's your hot five. Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, obviously. We'll talk to Herm Edwards, who played for the Eagles in a Super Bowl, I believe. I think so. I don't know. I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to – if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And he was a Jet head coach, right? Chiefs head coach. Chiefs head coach. ESPN. I was looking at my prop bet. I did get in 86 and a half seconds for the anthem. And another one I think I'm going to get on, on the site I'm betting, is over under. They have 89 Taylor Swift props on this site I was looking at. Okay. The one wow. I like, wow. 89. Ugh. The one I am betting on, over, under, showing her, because they have ones like white top, you know, different odds because she wears red. If if she's wearing a white top and a red coat, it pays more. But I'm not going to touch that. I'm doing the over, under five times on TV from kickoff to there's one. Will will someone score a touchdown before they show her is one that I found interesting. 
And another one is over oh, no. under five appearances. I'm taking the under. You think they'll show her under five? Yes. My reasoning is Kelsey scores, they'll show her. Big play, they'll show her. They'll show her just for bleeps and giggles once. I got it at three. If they win, they'll show her. Five times is Does a lot. Does it count her like coming into the stadium? They always if they show, show that. her. That's that's if, if she or well when the game starts, kick off the final kick horn. off kick off the okay. final horn because they show her in the pregame. They do, and yeah, yeah, yeah. If the cameras are where she's at, well, they follow her in. Well, I know, but this is a different Super Bowl setup. Where which way is she coming in? They follow yeah, her through the show players' her tunnel. entourage yes. tunnel and all that. Yeah, but if she's secret. And they don't have the camera set up. Oh, yeah. So I got under five. Five might be kind of high. It is. I think it's really high. Wow. But, yeah, they have all kinds of things, like who she's sitting next to. If she's sitting next to Brittany Mahomes is a Or is she going to sit next to Kelsey's mom? Exactly. Styles. Maybe some of her exes are in the booth. I took the the post-game proposal prop. Did you? That he will not. Yeah. It's probably bad odds I, for you, though. It was only minus 215. Really? Yes, yeah, so I went big on that. What on were the no. odds on a Taylor Swift nip slip? Uh, <laughs> it was right really up, into one? It was right up there with the one that I saw where the game is going to end in a tie because of the aliens invading. Well, they say this weekend for the game, Torg, 50 million cases of beer nationwide wow. will be sold. Nice. How about that? We're going to bet $1.3 billion. I think Christy may have had that one. The most ever. The most ever. Yeah. Yeah. 18 million of us won't be at work on Monday. We'll see you all Monday, won't we? Well, yeah, because we don't have a team in the race. If the Lions are playing, maybe not Jerry. Like I said, Jerry, you're not staying up till midnight to watch all the post game and whatever. Average size. I've never been to a good Super Bowl party. The average size oh, yeah, of the suburban or wherever you have your Super Bowl party is 14 people. Really? Yeah, that's the average size. It always starts great at like 3, 4 in the afternoon, but then about halftime, all you want to do is be home. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you want to be in your jammies. West Coast, though, if you've, you've been on the West Coast, Jerry, for a Super Bowl, West Coast is great because the game is over and it's still kind of the sunset. You still have some evening. Yes. yes. That is true. And it starts in the afternoon, so that's good. It's like get up, have lunch, go watch the Super Bowl, and then it's over and you can get to bed at a reasonable time. Now, the Chiefs have had uh, – Six Super Bowl appearances, winning three of them. Not a bad mm. record. Uh, eight for San Francisco, and they've won five of them. Did you see the uh, alarm kept going off in the San Francisco hotel? No. The fire alarm repeatedly really? through the night. Uh-oh. They're practicing at UNLV in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> They're having a rough week. They are. Maybe that'll put a chip on their shoulder and they kick a little ass. I don't know. You heard... Uh, Brandon, he he wouldn't give his official pick because he wants you, of course, to use the site. Use yes. the site. Yes, correct. I think where he's leaning, unless unless his the Chiefs lose, and then he'll say, "I had a last minute change of heart." Yeah. Now in Vegas, the lowest uh, hotel rate on the Strip is two hundred ninety nine a night. Where's that at Circus Circus? Uh, probably that's yeah. probably one of those the Strat. I don't know. In the ticket price, again, I know Michael uh, mentioned it as well. $10,000, $752. For what ticket? 
for one ticket. Wow. That's the average. Can't do it. Wow. Never paying that to see my team lose. I can't. Now, Torg, if the Vikings were in? Not that much. No, I wouldn't go that much either. You are correct. When they uh, were paying or playing in Minnesota, remember that year they lost to the Eagles? And I was going to go because I had a place to stay in Minnesota. I had two tickets lined up, and it was total everything. Hotel, food, it was a package. Like, I was going to stay with a buddy, but it was like two nights in a hotel, too. Sure. And it was like five grand for like lower level seats. And it was through someone I knew in the NFL. It was like an NFL ticket package with a pregame buffet okay, and drinks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I thought, well, five grand's a lot, but it's my team in the Super Bowl. Now five grand isn't even half of one ticket. And this was in 2017. Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I would maybe go to the city and celebrate. I always. But- I always enjoyed when the kids were still in the house and we we had a party for the Super yeah. Bowl. They they always got fired up for that. And whoever won, that was their favorite team then. I'm the only yeah. <laughs> My kids hate the Chiefs. We had Denver Bronco jerseys for a while. We had uh New England Patriot figurines and Buffalo Bills four nope, straight never losers. Had uh, you want to do a little laughter? Let's do it. Here is a comedian. What is this guy's name? I've never heard of Darren Luz, but it's a Super Bowl bit, and I'm going to enjoy it with you for the first time. Everybody thinks eating meat is disgusting. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I eat meat. It's delicious. But here's how you can tell everybody thinks eating meat is gross. Just watch how you react when somebody asks you to eat an animal you're not used to eating. So, hey, buddy, you want a gerbil burger? What the? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> And somebody asks you to eat a reindeer, then you're all confused because you can't remember if reindeers are real or not. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys watch the Super Bowl? Anybody wants the Super Bowl? Yeah. All right. Here's the thing I like is at the end of the Super Bowl, they get hats like New York Giants. They got the hats that say they win. New York Giants, 2008 Super Bowl champs. But there's another set of hats. The Patriots don't ever get to see. They just send them immediately to the third world or something. And I don't know exactly, but. I'm willing to bet there's a lot of kids in Cambodia who think the Patriots won that game. They got like a whole alternate history of sports over there. Like they never heard of the Yankees or the Bulls. Everyone's wearing Buffalo Bills t-shirts. You know? All right, we're going to see how good my memory is here. We're All right, go ahead. Talk to former player, coach, ESPN analyst, Herm Edwards. Uh, Herm, how are you? Good morning. I, I am well, like everyone else. Um, baffled of how much a Super Bowl ticket costs these days. It's like... Wow, really? And those teams have been there before. I can't believe people right. are paying it. So let's see how good my memory is. Did you play in a Super Bowl and lose to Plunkett and the Raiders? That is the correct statement. You would have to remind me of that. Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start with that, Tori. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, and I'll give you this. The inflation has gone up because I think then Super Bowl tickets were like 75 bucks, and we thought that was a lot of money. Wow. So what did, they, did each player get a free ticket back then, or did they make yeah. you pay? You got two, and then you could buy some for your family, and it was just, it was, we thought it was just astronomical. Say, so, well, that much for a football ticket? Now it's out here $7 million to get a ticket. Wow. Now, being a former yeah, no player doubt. coach and with the media, do you have, like, an end to tickets or through the league or? No, that's all league and players. They, they give an allotment, so many tickets to the team. Um, and then, you know, what players try to do, obviously, is, you always trick the rookies and say, hey, man, let me have your tickets. Let me buy your tickets. That's what they used to do, you know. And 
these rookies are smart. Now I said, buy my ticket. I can go sell this. Make some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Seven grand. laughs> but you are in Vegas this week, of course, right? No, no. I'm actually I'm headed to Bristol again. I'm in Bristol all the time. So okay. I, I, I head out tomorrow uh, going to Bristol. I'm there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday. Yeah. I, I, I could care less about going to a Super Bowl. That's the last thing I'm worried about. Yeah, there's a lot sure. of stuff. I mean, how many have you been to as, a, as an uh, analyst? You know what? This is really true. I, I always told people, I said, you know, I didn't watch the Super Bowl when I was a player. I said, I'm never going to watch it unless I play in it, played in one. And then when I started working for ESPN, obviously, you know, you got to watch it because you got to comment. But I've been to one, and that was the one I played in. Yeah, even wow. doing Super Bowl 15. Super Bowl 15. How about that? Wow. Yeah, even doing what we do, we've covered, Torg and I have both done uh, Super Bowls before. It was always fun to do the week leading up to it and then fly out and be able to watch it at home knowing you were just there so you could kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. That's the best way to go. Hey, well, Herm, I, I found it, you know, funny that Brock Purdy's getting uh, criticized. Cam Newton's criticized him. Everybody expects this guy to be elite. Who cares if he's elite? He got his team to the Super Bowl. Why, yeah. are pe- why do people make a big deal about this? You know, I have no idea. It's kind of ironic. I've mentioned it. I said, you know, Joe, you know, Joe Montana was a fourth round pick. Uh, Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Now, because they weren't picked Mr. Irrelevant, no one says anything about those guys. But because this young man was picked Mr. Irrelevant, last player picked, it's like everybody's making a big deal about it. And I'm like, there was guys that have gone to Super Bowls that, you know, that I get it, but like, I don't get it. And I recruited a kid when he was at Arizona. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he's done a remarkable job for these guys. And he's, a, he's a solid quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Do you, are you surprised by the college coaches, not just Harbaugh and, of course, Nick Saban stepping away? He's going to be your co-worker at ESPN next year, I saw. But are you surprised at these coaches going up to the NFL? The NFL right now is a better gig, is it not, even if it's as a coordinator? Because you've done college, you've done NFL. The college game is in a really weird place right now. Well, it is because you, you're, you're constantly recruiting. You can't keep your team. Yeah. The NFL guy signs a contract, he can't go anywhere. You know, he's binding to the contract. But these, these right. people now, they, they leave every year. I mean, when the game's over, you're trying to figure out it's, who's leaving. <laughs> if he didn't play enough, the guy might be leaving tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're the 49ers, and Brock Purdy said this week, hey, we got to start out quick. Would the strategy be to run the ball with the best running back in the league and kind of control that clock? KC really controlled the clock against Buffalo. I mean, keep that defense on the field, or do you just want to keep going at Kansas City knowing you might have to score 30? No, I think if you're San Francisco, the thing you're nervous about is your run run defense right now. So you want to methodically go on some drives, and that's how they play. You know, they want to go on 10-play, 12-play drives, scripted that way. They've fallen behind the last two playoff games, believe it or not. They, they, they've come from deficits. They, right. they don't want to play like that. They want to play with a lead to allow their defense to get after the quarterback and rush the quarterback. But their run defense has been bad in the last two playoff games. Green Bay had 136 and Detroit had 180. If Detroit would have kept running the ball, I don't know if San Francisco would have beat them. Yeah, that's a good point. We're with uh, ESPN's Herm Edwards, former coach, of course. You think those Lions will be back next year? You think they're going to get to the title game again or the Super Bowl? Well, you know, it, it's interesting you say that. It's a hard I, call. Well, here's the hard call. Listen to this. I'm going to give you this number. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers, the last time they won a Super Bowl 
Watch this, what I'm getting ready to tell you. 1994. Wow. Guys, 1994. Yeah. So that's how hard it is. <laughs> right. 1994. Which makes the Lions not taking that field goal even loom larger. That may never yeah. go away. That may haunt them for decades. Who knows? Yeah, I hope not because it's a fun team to watch. It but, is. You know, like, like anything else, you know, all it takes is a couple injuries, and all of a sudden, you know, six the average of six new teams make the playoffs every year. Yeah. Well, coach, the kind of let's not keep the ch- let the Chiefs off the hook here. Yeah. Uh, because they were up fourteen to seven in the Bills, and they should have kicked the field goal because yeah. they were getting ball the ball in the second half. Kind of using the Lions and the Chiefs as an example. If there's an opportunity to take the points, are they going to take the points on Sunday, or could you see the analytics get involved again? Well, I think you know that's a call. That, for me, analytics are fine, but eventually you got to. You know, I've always told. You know, people this, when I was coaching, they had to make decisions. I listened to my eyes. I understood analytics, but I'm listening to my eyes. My eyes tell me what's happening right now on the field. And I'm going, hey, I understand what analytics is saying, but right now the way I feel that this game is going, and if I don't make it, I'm going to lose momentum and give the other team momentum. Yeah. Not good. Analytics doesn't tell you that. Say, if you, if you miss this <laughs> – that other teams will get momentum, and then you got a problem. Yeah, you do. You know, uh, this Chiefs team, because in the past, you know, Tyreek Hill's no longer there, but they've had a high-powered offense. This year's kind of different because you get Spagnolo, and I don't know why he doesn't have another NFL job, but you give him two weeks to prepare, and they finally have pieces with that defense where they could play and win games. That's a dangerous defense preparing for that 49er team. Oh, well, no doubt. And, and their defense really kept this team afloat while they were trying to figure out who the number two receiver was going to be. Yeah. Kelsey, right? And, and, you know, they just – no one's mentioning these guys. You're exactly right. This defense has been very, very good. I mean, they do a nice job of knocking the quarterback down and getting to the quarterback. I mean, their corners have played well. Uh, Sneed and McDuffie, you know, have done a nice job there. I mean, this defense had, what, 57 sacks and had 193 quarterback hits. And Purdy doesn't, uh, you know, you saw during that stretch, Coach, where it was, I think it was Cleveland, Minnesota, and Cincy, where if you pressure Purdy and then Baltimore game two, he gets, he's really, he's not good when there's a lot of pressure on him. No, and a lot of quarterbacks are that way. Yeah. As we know, the only, only you know, the guy that, that's different is the guy that plays for Kansas City. He's the unicorn. You know, that's, that's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, He's just a different cat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, anytime you bring pressure, especially when you're in a timing offense, that, that sets it all awry, you know, if you can get there. But, you know, Purdy's done a nice job of making a lot of plays with his legs, and, and this team has come back twice, you know, behind deficits. So you got to give San Francisco credit for that. And how many times do we say the Sharps in Vegas? They know, they know. I'm surprised by uh, San Francisco getting or giving the two points, but they must know something. I guess, but I know one thing. Anytime you think the Chiefs are underdogs, that's bad. Yeah, yeah right. It is. They chilly brew you wrong. You can't bet against Patrick. Yeah. Hey, Coach, uh, for, for people who don't know the team out there, Give mm-hmm. us one one weakness on both teams. One thing to look out for if you're coaching against those teams. What are you trying to exploit? Well, I think if you're if you're Kansas City, you're going to look at uh, San Francisco's run defense on the edges. In other words, you get in some tight formations, make their corner support the run and tackle. That has been their Achilles heel. There's no doubt about that. 
And then I think the big thing, if you're the 49ers, um, the offensive line of Kansas City, second most penalized team in the league with 58 fouls. A lot of those are false starts and holdings. So you got to play really good on first down. And if you get them on some third and longs, you got a chance because that's where they struggle. A lot of penalties. And all of a sudden, five yards, now it's second and right. long. It's second and long, third and long. And if you get him in that, in that mode, uh, you can find a way to get home. Herm, you're good. You should think about coaching. <laughs> hey, yo, Coach, I was watching your network. It was earlier this week. It was Stephen A. Smith. And when he has uh, Mad Dog Russo on, they crack me up. Oh, oh yeah, Russo and him go, go at it. I mean, I, I, I stay out of that fray. They just – it's smart energy for me. <laughs> it is. So they were debating who the goat is, and we know who the goat is. But if uh, let me ask you this from a coaching uh, mm-hmm. standpoint: if there was one game, and you had to pick one quarterback to win that game, so it has nothing to do with being the goat or anything. But mm-hmm. if you had to pick one quarterback to win one game, who would it be? Wow, that's a really good question. And you could go that's... back too. You could go back. You know, yeah, if you no, want to pick someone. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm going back in my era. Um, you know, I would go with, with, with today the way the game is played because it is a passing game. I got to go with Mahomes. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, he, just, he just, you know, in big moments, that's when he's the best. I mean, look at, the, look at the gauntlet he had to go through here. He went to Buffalo on the road. He played my – they beat Miami. Then they had to go to Buffalo on the road. Then they had to go – to Baltimore on the road. And, uh, you know, quarterbacks – and Joe Montana talk, t- told me this when he came to Kansas City. Um, he says, he said, good quarterbacks, they win on the road in the fourth quarter when they have the ball. And I'll never forget that. And he was just, he, that's the truth. And that's what Patrick Mahomes can do. The road doesn't bother him. If you give him the ball – let me ask you this, guys. If you give him the ball at the end and say, hey, you got to score a touchdown, you – that's the guy you want to give the ball to. And even sure. with 40 seconds, he'll do it. Hard to argue with that, yeah. yeah it's just unbelievable. He's yeah. inspired quarterbacks throughout the league, too. Stafford, you watch some of these guys yeah. now. You know, here, here Patrick's in, what, his fifth, sixth year, and you see yeah. other quarterbacks mimicking uh, that play. Yeah, no, it's just unbelievable what he's been able to do right. in a world where everybody knows what he's going to do. Yeah, you know, some... Between him and Kelsey, I mean – how do you stop Kelsey? The guy's got 156 catches in playoff competition, 19 touchdowns in 21 playoff games. He's a matchup. He's a matchup nightmare. He's so big. You could throw it up. Yeah. Yeah. Can't stop the guy. Yep. And he goes home to Taylor. We can't do the interview without bringing up Taylor. (laughs) It's the new NFL rule. You know what have been, what what a a beautiful thing, but the NFL couldn't do it. If she was a halftime show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, Herm, you do a great job. Love watching on ESPN. Thanks for your time today. Thank Appreciate you. it. My pleasure, man. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thank you. Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic got an accident just reported east in Broad Street, east of McNaughton. Also, a disabled vehicle has the right lane blocked. 71 northbound on the north side, right before the Hudson Street exit. Uh, traffic is slow back to 11th Avenue. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on National Pizza Day on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So the cost of a 30-second ad during the Super Bowl this year is what? Seven mil? 20 years ago, uh, it was $2.3 million. So that means 192% increase over those 20 years. 
Uh, but for many brands, it's money well spent because about 115 million people will be watching. But is it really worth it? 53% of viewers say the ads really don't change their impression at all about the brand. And the one who really benefits from all these pricey ads, the network, raking in more than $600 million in ad revenue. Regardless of whether the ads are effective or not, viewers just love them. Almost 100% of people say eh, they enjoy the funny ones. 18% say uh, they're the best part of the game, period. Now, we always talk about the best commercials over the years. We always talk about the best halftime shows over the years. But what are the best Super Bowls of all time? Well, if you listen to the critics, what would you say is the number one Boy, Super Bowl of all time? The, the Seattle, uh, New catch. England. This, this is according to critics. I don't know who these critics are, but... They say the number one Super Bowl of all time was Super Bowl 42, where the Giants beat the Patriots. That was the, the helmet catch. After the Patriots were undefeated in the regular season. Oh, the Titans, New England, when Eddie George fell short with the that clock was, was, hit zero. I was at that one. That was Titans-Ram, and it wasn't Titan Eddie George. Rams. It wasn't Eddie George. It wasn't Eddie on no. the half-yard line? No. Oh, I thought it was. No. Kevin Dyson. Yes. Kevin Dyson. That was a hell of a finish. That was in Atlanta. Yep. The critics also say Super Bowl 43 was pretty exceptional. That's where uh, Steelers linebacker James Harrison, 100-yard interception for a touchdown to end the first half. And Roethlisberger. I Cardinals. I remember that was the day my dad died. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, Roethlisberger threw a perfect pass to San Antonio Holmes in the end zone in the final minutes of the game to beat Kurt Warner and the Cardinals. They also say Super Bowl 52, the Eagles, of course, uh, beating the Patriots and Super Bowl 25, where the Giants beat the Bills. I remember Super Bowl yeah. one, Jerry. Boy, that was. Yeah. Remember the, uh, the <laughs> cold. There was no video of that. No, they, they, have they don't some. have. Oh, did they finally yeah, find yeah, some? Yeah. I know they bitched about that forever. <laughs> yeah, I just remember those uh, being a kid, those Scott Norwood misses. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. Wow. Just a little bit to the right. Yeah, that was in Tampa, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, what, 1990? Yeah. 91 or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Hey, let's listen to a little. He had a birthday. Did you have a little, uh, your iconic nooner, Motley Crue, Chris? Yeah, Vince Neil. Yeah, he turned uh, 63 yesterday. 63, that's his pant size, too. (laughs) (laughs) Feels absolutely amazing to finally spread my legs and be the person that I know I am musically. Right. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. You are a slut. This went from six to midnight. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. Uh, I shout that when I'm having sex. <laughs> ah, Mandabala. Zit, don't get scared now. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yeah, we still haven't given away our final package in the Grab Our Package contest with Cirilla's. And it's a big boy today. It's the grand prize. It is. It's the Whopper. That's what she said. Yikes. Cirilla's on Polaris Parkway, Bryce Road, West Broad Street. Shop for your Valentine's Day necessities. Cirilla's where romance meets fantasy. National Pizza Day today. It Christy. is. What's all those 25 pizzas? The Wizard gone? of they were, Za yesterday. They cater pizza, wizardofza.com. We had probably, what, 20 boxes oh, worth more. of pizza? Like 25. There was, and, yes. and nothing left. 
so this morning. So people took them home. They, they no had, way they ate all that. Yeah, they had no to take them way. home. I'm sure someone said, we just went uh, out of the out of the break room, take no, them home. No, because they've left food over. We had donuts for like four weeks yeah. Well, that <laughs> was yeah, the, the Timbits where we had 100 boxes of Timbits <laughs> that were there for yeah. a week. So I just think it's people love pizza. I think there's still Halloween candy yeah. in there. So 48 people work here. That's a half a pizza a piece. I know I only had two. Is that but, our yeah. total? We have 48? I believe so. Under 50, 48. Okay, yeah. So that'd be like a half a pizza per person. Rich, you're good for two. Yeah, I guess I should have taken one home if I didn't know there were that. There was only three boxes out when I went down yesterday. Well, you went early. They, no, they three were, boxes out, but they were all stacked. Yeah, yeah, they were all yeah, stacked were on the little roller in. cards. Yeah, that's I, didn't realize, I didn't realize there See, were that you, many down there. You went, I to, you went to the trough I'd too I'd have gone soon. to Pound Town. Yes. Yep. Should have just put the, the uh, bib on and just and sat sorcerer. at the table. Yeah. I could have sat down there and had some pesto onion pizza. And just got down. Sampled gonna, it all. On Sunday, I'm going to do some old school pizza rolls. Aww. My wife's got some buffalo chicken poppers we're going to do. What's that? Like the pizza roll poppers? I've never had the, it's Trader Joe's poppers. Buffalo chicken pop. I don't know. I've Probably a little chicken nugget. Trader Joe's is good. We're trying them, yeah. They got good, Joe's good snacks. Good. Got an air fryer. Good to do chili dogs, I think. Ooh, some chili dogs. Yeah. Mm. You're doing all of that? Ruffles, French onion Hell of dip. a good, yep. Hell mm. of a good. That's the good French onion. Oh, that's the best yeah. French onion. Yeah, really, it's just the wife and I. I mean, how much can we eat? I'll right? help. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll help. See, that's the advantage of staying at home for the Super Bowl because you control the food. If you go to a Super Bowl party, you don't know what they're serving. You could get subpar snacks what you if you always, have a favorite snack and it's not nobody there nobody has a super bowl hosts a party and then has subpar snacks well, oh. what do you want oh it happens like, yeah i like him as like a little snack when we're at the ball fields but i went into one one time and they just had those veggie straws and then a vegetable tray the veggie well, straw. Okay, that's a bad yeah. part. Yes. That's a bad part. Yeah, we, we'll never yeah. go back. Yeah. <laughs> when you that's go, a bad there's, a, there's a dish of yeah. dots. Yep. It was for college celery game. sticks. I had a Super Bowl party so, I went to, and they wouldn't allow the wife said, don't touch, it's not game time. Like, I can't eat. Like, I go, and there's a set time you can eat. It's so you can't touch Super the food until the Super yeah. Bowl starts. Yeah. If the door's open, exactly. food should be available. Mm. You can't eat. You the can't game eat. hasn't started yeah. yet. <laughs> the point is to graze. <laughs> it's like, what's right. going on here? Is there a restriction on you that? You go late in the game, and then, like, the, the queso's all congealed. You got to break through, like, thin ice on a pond. It's got that film over yeah, top of yeah. it. But <sighs> you can stir that in. You're still eating it late in the day. That's why you get those little mini crock pots and you just keep them on. It's great, isn't it? A nice olives and pickle tray. I love olives and pickles. I have olives and pickles. The little, all the sweet midgets. Mm. Just bring it all on. That's a good snack to get you right up to your buffalo wings. Nachos, always a good call. Maybe we'll do nachos instead of chili dogs. I'd rather eat Super Bowl than like New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl. It's more fun food. Yeah, New Year's yeah. Eve is a little more high end or whatever. I don't know. Thanksgiving, the yeah. snacks afterwards, the sandwiches afterwards. Yeah. That's the benefit of Thanksgiving. I'd say Super Turkey Bowl outranks all overrated. of them as far as food. Turkey's kind of bland. Turkey's overrated. Thanksgiving Day sandwiches, though, with stuffing and cranberry sauce and oh, lots gravy. of mayo. Put some bacon on that. Oh, and dude, yeah. I'm going to go to Capriati's today. Put bacon on a turkey sandwich, Kemper? Well, yeah, make it a club. 
Yeah, but, yeah. It's, but it's not a Thanksgiving Day sandwich then. Don't mean huh. to be rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do the sandwich with the dressing and the cranberry? The cranberry the sauce bread? on the sandwich, oh, yes, yeah. is good. Oh, I've never done that. I've yeah. never had that roll in my life. Roll or toast the bread. Never yeah. had that in my life. Make a oh. sub, get sub bread. Dip it in gravy. Yeah, I do the gravy on top. <laughs> oh, Richard, my God. That should be illegal. <laughs> no, it's great. I you do, do the gravy. that, you'll be doing time. It's yeah. so good. Put it in the air fryer. <laughs> you'll need a blue pill after yeah. that. Oh, did you see the... Uh, the Instagram videos on the dangers of air fryers. What's that? Do you still have the box your air fryer came in? No. Big warnings on the back of all those air fryers about lead. Really? Yeah. Well, then I'm eating lead. I'm, I'm fine going lead. down. That's fine. I'm eating lead. And you're eating lead. Yeah. It gives it taste. You'll die from something anyway, right? Yeah. So why not? It'll be, you could be the healthiest person in the world and have a heart attack at 50. You could, so and you could smoke correct. like you're going to the chair and drink and everything else, and you live to be a hundred. Yep. Guy that wrote the book about the benefits of jogging died jogging. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Who'd have thunk, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the guy that benefits of sex would die from sex, huh? That would be good. That would. Be That's right a way to go book. out. Yeah, absolutely. Kepper, I was out yesterday, and I lost an ear. Have you ever lost an earbud? Uh, no. You know what? In an earbud, one earbud does me no good. Jimmy, one popped out and it uh, landed in the garbage all the way to the bottom. So he had to go sift through the garbage to I find the earbud. I would through garbage to get it back, and I cannot find it. And I know right exactly where I was standing outside. There's a bunch of leaves and dirt and sticks. And I, I've gone twice yesterday. I can't find it. And it was the right earbud. So like a dummy, I put the just the left one in to see. And uh-huh. now all I can hear is Green Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if I want a little Ted Nugent? <laughs> one earbud does me no good. Can you? Uh, can you? And they're good. They're Bose earbuds. Oh. I'm never going to oh. buy good earbuds. Can it's you like use sunglasses? You not. You should never spend too much. Can I've you use your metal detector? Ever. I've never. Bought earbuds ever. Seven dollar yeah. and eighty eight cent earbuds from Walmart is what I got. Yeah, I got the I mow with well, them. I, I, I always use the ones that come with the phone that used to come yeah. with the phone, and when they had even the wires still. But then when you get good earbuds, you, you, go, you never oh, go back. I get yeah. it. Now, did you use this your metal detector so to go close. find your earbud? It's plastic. Oh, well, no, I'm metal. thinking about the inside of it at least. If there might be some metal inside that could make it ding. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There, I don't think there's any metal in your wires. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Get that cheek. <gasps> oh, my God. I finally have a use for my metal detector. <laughs> I used it once. I know, down by that little river oh, behind your house. And I have the little handheld thing, too. The little. You can get down like Gary coin. Drayton does on, on Oak Just Island. Take a video of it. Oh, I'm going to do that today. Do it today. Find out the animal swallowed it and I starts playing it music today. and it comes from the. Cat's stomach. Because I was on the shoulder of the road, right? And this hippie lady was walking by yesterday. You know, the, every neighborhood, you have the lady with the long gray hair, the granny glasses, uh-huh. but she's not that old. It's just a hippie lady. Yeah. Like in her 50s or whatever. Doesn't shave her armpits. And no. I had my earbuds in, and she started saying something, and I had gloves on, and I went up to pull my earbud out to be polite, and it fell. And then we had our conversation and she was moving and then I went down and I was, I couldn't find it. I could not find it. It's, it's not in the glove. It's not in your pants. It's not, no, it didn't fall no, down your no. shirt. It's, it's outside. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, t- you know what? Get the metal detector and then let me know if you find it. Yeah. I was picking up garbage on the shoulder of the road, Torg.
You do that a lot, don't you? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't believe what I found. Well, it's yesterday. It's, it's probation. You, it's, <laughs> I'm trying to give. It's back his community to the service. Because yeah. you walked into Target and took the, the earbuds and I walked out. I walk the dog up both sides every day, and it's been bothering me for about six months now. So I kept saying, "Well, this spring, this spring." Well, yesterday it was so nice, right? So I have these long. They're like uh, barbecue tongs, but they're like three and a half feet long. Oh, good. So that's it's a, not like yeah. I'm bending. And I just took a leaf bag. And I had my earbuds in, and that's when she, but there was a bag of a medicinal, it was a medical bag of urine. Yeah. I know. It's sick what you find. And I'll tell you, the number, what, what do you think? The number one piece of trash I picked up, and I will say, it's not a McDonald's oh, cup. I was going to say fast the, food bag. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of that. Cigarette yeah. butts. There was a lot of, uh, of that. Nope. No. Fireball. The little huh, fireball the li- shop. Oh, really? You know, when you're checking out yeah, at a liquor yeah. store. And they've got they like 20 those, of them. Those, the little basket of them. Those were, I bet I picked up 30 of those. Wow. That was the winner in the clubhouse. Yeah. Fire well, you can get the fireball. The urine, and then I thought, <laughs> and then I thought, well, I don't know. I'm not even picking, I'm not even going to scoop that one up. But then I thought, well, then what's the point of being out here? If you can't pick up a bag of urine, right? <laughs> you had the tongs. And then I eventually over time, and I was bending over for stuff, my gloves, my jacket, one earbud, I lost a shoe. <laughs> lost your bag of urine. I'm limping this big heavy bag down to my driveway, and the concrete rubbed the bag thin, and then the bag spilled. And I just went in the house and cried. <laughs> Took a long, hot shower. I was defeated. <laughs> Michael Evans next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Christy and Torg and Elliot, and welcome to the weekend. And we start off with the Friday Mike Evans story of my past. And it sort of fits in because of the Super Bowl. Torgy, I'll be interested to see what you think about this. So it's... It is Friday. Have another Mike Evans True Stories. This this happened back in 1974 when I was traveling with the L.A. Dodgers. It was my first year traveling with a Major League Baseball team. A uh, pup reporter. Been with them all year long. The Dodgers went to the World Series that year, but lost in five games to Oakland in Oakland. So after the game, while flying back to Los Angeles after losing the World Series on the Dodger plane, I was absolutely shocked that many of the players were drinking and laughing. I was sitting next to Bill Buckner, and I asked, I said, Bill, you just lost the World Series. Aren't you upset? Well, Buckner looked at me like I was absolutely crazy and said, well, I'm not happy about it, but we played the best we could. We lost. Season's over. The season's over. There's nothing to do about it now. We're not like crazy fans that go nuts. I mean, it's over. So we get, go get over it. I was shocked by that, but it made a lot of sense. So with that said, um, watch the game on Sunday and just enjoy the game. Don't be a crazy fan. Don't get all depressed or get violent or get in a fight or anything like that. We can't control what happens in the game. Just enjoy the game. I think the players have the right idea. Now, we've been together a long time. I want to do something that has probably never been done on radio. And I would only do it on you because I think you guys, well, you like me enough to let me do it. I am going to record your report Sunday 
after having a few drinks just before the game starts. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I think is going to happen before the game even starts. Right down to the final score. Now, I'll either prove to be a clairvoyant or I'm going to have a lot of egg on my face, but I will also have had a few drinks. It'll be time-stamped when you get the, uh, e- the uh, email, so you'll know that I recorded it before the game. I don't know. I've always wanted to do something crazy like that, so please bear with me, and we'll see how it turns out. And Torgy, let's talk during the game. And by the way, it's Aloha Friday. Don't work till Monday. We're going to play the Aloha Friday. Have a great weekend, Columbus. Lily Yokalani, Lani on the OK, Laku, and the Cock, and the Ock, and Hooey, 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 Ho. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic injury accident right side 270 North. This is the exit to 161. Stay to the left to get by. And still dealing with this injury accident East Broad Street at Outer Belt Street just east of McNaughton Road. And that's QFM 96 traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata, serving the highest quality New York style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Visit them today on National Pizza Day on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So it's pretty obvious which day Americans like most, as opposed to Valentine's Day, spending an average of $189 this coming Sunday, which is up a lot from the average of $124 last oh, year. That's because the prices are everything. Yeah, that's because the prices are up. Yeah. But also, this is $25 more than the average American plans to spend on Valentine's Day. <laughs> As far as the most searched recipes, according to Google for Super Bowl Sunday, the number one most searched recipe, shrimp scampi, <laughs> followed by chili, which I get, meatloaf, meatballs, sliders, sloppy joes, meatloaf, goulash, pizza dough, Alfredo sauce, and cheesecake. Goulash. Some goulash. It's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. Come over, Torg, and do my Super Bowl goulash. <laughs> oh. What state is goulash only, the most only popular if you have in? Shrimp yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most Google drinks for the Super Bowl coming in at number one by far. How the hell do I make a Manhattan? Followed by a Shirley Temple for the kids, a sidecar, Sex on the Beach, Roy Rogers, Screwdriver, and Grasshopper. Apparently, betting on the game is a young person's thing. Uh, 48% of Gen Zers say they're not going to put any money down on the game, but that's compared to 94% of boomers saying, I'm not putting my retirement on the line for a damn football game. Yeah, this legalized gambling Retirement, how about 10 bucks? Like, your kids growing up, they're going to be all in. Maybe. Your kid gets to college. I think it's huge on campuses. Yeah. The uh, fan duels and draft kings of the world, yeah. Dad, can I have money? What do you need, son? You need food? What? Lost it on gambling. <laughs> yeah, wait <laughs> till that to, happens. I need money to gamble. They were already doing the fantasy football things and stuff like that, so when you keep it in the same company on the yeah. same app, they're just yeah, yeah. moving See it over. They, it's a slippery slope. Now, of course, with the Super Bowl being in Vegas, I'm imagining the strip clubs are going to be busy, mm. amongst other things. But adult dancers in Washington State are voicing their support. For the creation of a stripper's bill of rights, hundreds of exotic dancers in Washington state now organizing to get statewide protections for their industry. Andrea is one of those performers. She said she's been dancing at clubs and she studied to get her master's degree. Of course she did. But one night found herself uh, being assaulted at work and slapped by a customer. No one stepped in to help. So the bill of rights, if passed, would require a security guard at each club. 
keypad codes in order to get into the dressing rooms, training for employees on preventing sexual harassment, signs stating that dancers aren't required to hand over their tips, and the club fee for working a shift would be capped at $150. The bill was already approved by the Washington State Senate, and now it is in the governor's hands. We'll see if he decides to do anything about it. Every guy out there listening has been in a strip club at some point, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Strip club regular guy, creepy. Very creepy. They're all kind of the same guy. Over the years, you meet the guy that's the strip club regular. Thinks he has a shot with the girls. I knew a guy bought boobs for a girl. Uh, for Here a couple of them. He was a I know big the fan same of the guy. show. Yes, yes, yes I know. He bought boobs for a girl. He just graduated so from bartender your, guy. So what's your point? What's the problem? That's the, there's a stereotypical guy that's, he's always got, they're always kind of the same. They're always more, not quite middle-aged, but getting there. You put them in a lineup, you could probably pick them out. You know what two words they hear more than anything? What's that? Thanks, sweetie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They think the Hooters waitress is like them, too. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, We talked to Fat Guy Movie Review after Led Zeppelin. Dude, that movie sucked. It's crap. The movie's garbage. <laughs> the Fat Guy Movie Review with Torg and Elliot. You're going to need a bigger potion. On QFM 96. The website's fatguysatthemovies.com. Kevin Carr, what's up, buddy? Hi, Hi Kev. Kevin. Hey, guys, what's going on? How Fat are Guy you? at the Movies, we're going to need a bigger plate. <laughs> Super yeah. Sunday. Well, we got a couple movies this week we can talk about as we're moving around our... Super Bowl appetizers and, uh, you know, chicken wings and jalapeno poppers and everything. Right. What's, what's Lisa Frankenstein? This is a, it's a, it's a horror comedy more, uh, and it's, um, it's written by Diablo Cody, who, of course, won the Oscar for Juno, and she did, uh, she'd been, did a bunch of other stuff, but she's kind of going back to sort of the Jennifer's Body type of movie that she had done, where it's about a girl, a troubled teen who, is um, she's trying to uh, just sort of get along through school, and she falls in love with the, uh, the, the I guess she tends a grave of a of a person in a uh, abandoned graveyard, and she kind of falls in love with who was buried there, and then a lightning strike happens, it reanimates him, <gasps> and of course then they have to, uh, well it starts off, he's kind of in the friend zone when he starts off, because he can't, he's missing an arm, and he can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happens, and then you know, then they start. Uh, she starts helping him put himself together a little bit. Uh, so it's it's an interesting movie, and it's not honestly the first time you've had a uh, you know sort of like the teen love story from Beyond the Grave type stuff. Uh, the problem is, is it's just the the writing's not that strong. You know, I expect more from an Oscar winner, uh, but it 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 has some. It makes a great trailer, and it has some funny lines and some good zingers, but. The sort of the cohesion of a plot really isn't there. Is the time frame now, or is it because it looks like the eighties? Yes, nineteen eighty nine. Ah, okay. Yeah, and and so it's you know it 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 plays on that nostalgia with you know the soundtrack and sure. the, that sort of neon colored uh, mm. look of the eighties scrunchies and jellies. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- there's a level of nostalgia that certainly works, but. Like I said, the biggest thing is it just doesn't hold together as a movie. The the, the script's not 
you know, it, 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 it doesn't have focus. Hmm. All right, so how many Dr. Frankensteins do you give this one? I really only give it two out of five. I mean, it's not the worst thing. But it, it was just sadly disappointing. And no and stars? Nobody we know? Catherine Newton is, is oh, in Oh, I love her work. <laughs> I love her brother, Fig. Oh, oh Fig. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, but, no, she's... Uh, she was in, uh Do you ever see Freaky, uh, where where Vince Vaughn and her... It's sort of like they, he's a he's a serial killer, and they do this, this like, Freaky Friday brain swap, a mind swap thing. No. Oh, it's that's a great movie. It's done by the people who did um, Happy Death Day. Did you ever see Happy I, Death Happy Day? Death Day? I thought was yes, great. Yes. Yeah, Happy Death Day. So the, the, both Happy Death Day and Freaky are, are they, they, they play off of these, you know, sort of like the masked killer type stories, but they, um, but but they have some sort of twist to them, and you know, and so that's the Freaky thing. Freaky's a great movie. You should definitely check that one. Ooh, out. I wonder if I can find that on. What do you give Freaky? Oh, I love Freak. Freaky was, you know, like four out of five. Yeah. For me. Um, I, I, I don't know where Freaky is. You should be able to find it. It only came out about three or four years ago. Yeah, it nice. says 2020, so yeah. Yeah. What is Out of the Darkness? Out of Darkness is a, um, it, it's, it's, it's a, well, it's sort of like a, a drama that takes place like 45,000 years ago, but it has this horror element to it. It's about a group of uh, prehistoric stone age, uh, the sort of this tribe, uh, and they're trying to live off the land as as they do. But the hunting is not very good. There's not a whole lot of animals out there to hunt, uh, and so they're kind of starving. But while they're trying to, you know, sort of build. Uh, their their little society. There's something in the background in the darkness that comes out and attacks them. They have no idea what it is, and so they try and go on the offensive. But you know, when you don't have any fire, it makes it difficult to do at night. Wow, you know, it's so. pre-fire. Well, they have it. It's just they, it's not a readily available commodity. There's like only like one person, one or two people who know how to make. <laughs> There's always that one guy. Uh, only the elites. <laughs> oh have fun. yeah, you know, <laughs> they're the ones that went to cave college. But uh, you know, it's it, it's well done. It, it's got subtitles because, of course, they speak like a of. I mean, I don't know what language they're speaking, but whatever it is. They have them they, they, Stoner age. Yeah, they have them Stone Age-ish type uh, language. I mean, it's not bad, for, especially for the horror elements to it. Yeah. And it's graphic and gory. Um, I think the language varies a little bit. I, you know, it's it's always tough when you have, like, a cave. You don't want them walking around speaking English. Exactly. I can't even speak English. We can, none of us. Yeah. And Torgut looks like they're filthy, so... Ooh. Yeah. Well, Ooh. they always look. The, the showers were not uh, quite yeah. available. <laughs> they don't yeah. have fire. I don't think but, they had soap. Well, wow. <laughs> we work in radio, so we My know man. what that's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so how many cavemen do you give this one? I give it three and a half out of five. I thought it was I thought it was a really good effort. It's, I'd it, watch it. It was it. perfect, but, you know, I, I mean, it was... Um, it was different, you know. It, it it had a more cohesion than Lisa Frankenstein did. Oh. Now, Kevin, last Saturday night on my demand watch, my viewing on Saturday night yes. late, I watched the holdovers. Oh, what'd you think? I liked it. Yeah, it's it's not I mean, great, but I mean, not bad. Paul Giamatti is great in everything. Yeah. It, well, it really was Giamatti's movie. I mean, he's. He's great in the film. It, it's a little bit, um, 
it's very typical of Alexander Payne stuff. So at a certain point, you kind of roll your eyes and be like, "Yeah, you love your work, don't you?" But um, but no, I thought I thought Paul Giamatti was was great. I thought the layers he put into the character were were, were really what made it. And work. the kid wasn't bad. Have you seen it, Torg? No. The holdovers. No. Yeah, it's not I've bad. seen the leftovers. It's but, not yeah. bad. The leftovers. Yes. You could eat leftovers Absolutely. watching the holdovers. holdovers. Yes. You could eat hold the holdovers, but you know Paul Giamatti is <laughs> a little bit tough. And he's got that wonky eye that kept kind of throwing me a little bit. But well, you but know what I has he always had that wonky eye, or is that something just for the movie? It was that's it, some it, acting if he can get a wonky eye. Yeah, no eye kidding. Just for the movie. <laughs> they call it out in the movie, but I, I as. They, they they make it a part of the stories, but I, I think it might be a real thing. Yeah, I think oh. it is. Yeah, it's it's just that they, they they make it part of the story, which is which is kind of cool. And 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 that's what I love about Giamatti is he is not. I mean, he's not Bradley Cooper. You know, he's he is not a face man. Uh, he has a face, but you know, he's kind of this awkward looking dude who's he really is. made a career. That that's that's fantastic. He was so good in Sideways, right? That was the first breakout for him. That was probably his first really. Well, no, he was pig vomit in uh, Private Parts. I yeah, think that was probably the one that really yeah. was the one that put him on the map. He, before it jumped the shark, he was great in Billions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah then the, sh- and the the show just jumped the shark. Then after like three, four but seasons. I mean, a big but... named actor, and yet he played Einstein in that commercial. That was so bad. It pays. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah. I, I pay. I play Einstein. You pay me enough. I'll, you don't even have to pay me enough. You just barely pay me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd play Lisa Frankenstein if he I, paid me. So would I. <laughs> <laughs> you and me falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Kevin, what's your website, buddy? Fatguysatthemovies.com. Thanks, man.